Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And welcome back to the show. I was very intrigued. Uh, It's not every day that Connecticut creates or Connecticut is the home to a woman who has such extraordinary accomplishments in the field of powerlifting, which itself is something that I think most people don't know about. I certainly don't. But also this woman, Jordan Buchla, who I am excited to meet, is an emergency room nurse at Griffin Hospital. So this is a woman who is strong of heart, strong of character, and strong of physical strength. Jordan Buchla, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. Hello, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. And the introduction was phenomenal. (laughs) Jordan, I'm very excited. First of all, are you watching the snow today? Can we talk about how beautiful it is outside? I sure am. It is beautiful. Isn't it? I am so grateful because I'm off from work and it's a beautiful snow day. (laughs) It is a beautiful, beautiful snow day. So you have this amazing life and clearly are an extraordinary goal setter. Uh, You're in Hamden? Is that where you are now? I do. I, correct. Oh, well, I was born technically in Illinois, I guess, but I grew up in Monroe and now I own a house in Hampton. You own a house in Hampton. Okay. So I want to ask you, Jordan, I'm reading a little in your bio. You were surrounded. Your father, I guess, owned a gym and lifted weights. And just tell me a little bit about growing up and being exposed to that culture and that activity. Yes, of course. So um, I technically grew up with my single mother with my brothers. My father was a little estranged, um, but I did. He he still like had lived in Illinois while we moved to Connecticut. Um, but when I did go visit him, he was a professional bodybuilder and a powerlifter, and owned his own um, powerlifting gym actually. And so I definitely was aware of the sport just watching him growing up and seeing his bodybuilding and his powerlifting and was very very involved with his gym when I was there um, which was very exciting for me I got to see these big strong men there was probably about five of them squatting very heavy so I definitely was um, uh, shown powerlifting a little earlier than probably the average female would have Um, and 
I kind of was just into the normal things that normal teenage girls was into. I was playing soccer with my friends outside, stuff like that. But as I got into my college career, um, I started to go into the gym a little bit more in depth and doing some bodybuilding on my own. I started in like 2012. I was 19 years old. And I just started doing like average cardio stuff. Um, wanting to lose weight, like like I said, kind of like normal female goals. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I slowly but surely got involved in weight training. I would go so early in the morning to the gym uh, to train because I didn't really want anyone to see me. Um, and because I didn't know what I was doing, I had low confidence. And when I was working out, a bunch of the army men at the ROTC program for my St. John's University, when I was first going to school, they saw me training in the morning and they invited me to start training with them. And I did. And uh, I started working out with them. We started to do more intense workouts. I, I got a little bit smarter. Then I started to venture out on my own and I just looked at the machines and would read the instructions on the machines and go from there. And slowly but surely I got super strong. I became a personal trainer um, and I started helping other people reach their goals. And then when I graduated from St. John's University with my first first bachelor's degree in business, um, I continued my little side job as a dog grooming assistant. Mm. Um, and I really didn't have much of a future. I didn't know what to do. Uh, I wanted to open a gym, but didn't really have enough money to start one. Um, I was only, you know, I was pretty young. I was 19, 20, maybe 21 at the time. Mm. Um, and then I, I got an, a text uh, in, uh a message on Instagram, actually, in one of my squat videos. And I was squatting at the Edge Fitness, which is a very common gym in Connecticut, just kind of sprinkled around the area. And um, they had asked me, hey, I think you would be very fitted into our female powerlifting team. Would you be interested in trying? Um, and I said, sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I was kind of into bodybuilding at the time, but I was naturally pretty strong. Um, and I tried it, and I loved it, and it has been history ever since. So, and let's just talk about your accomplishments. You you do have some world records, right, Jordan? I do. I do. I have a world record in squat for, I was uh, in the 242 weight class uh, for multi-ply, which is a different division in powerlifting. So in powerlifting, there's three lifts that matter. There's the squat, the bench, and the deadlift. There's also different divisions. There's something called raw, which is like all you're using is wrist wraps, knee wraps, and a belt. Then there's something called multi-ply or even single-ply, but I won't go into that. There's multi-ply where you kind of wear suits and equipment to help you lift more weight. They are usually made out of polyester, um, and they're, they're very elastic but stiff. So sometimes they'll come down, they'll support your system enough to give you, I would say it adds about 200 pounds to my bench and like three to 400 pounds onto my, my squat. Um, wow. But what happens with, yeah, and it's very impressive, but what happens with those things is your technique have to be super, super impressive because if you are out of line at all, you wouldn't be able to complete the lift. Yeah, or you um, break your back or something trying. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Your, your, your form is extremely important in, the, in that aspect. So in 2022, in December, I broke the squat world record. I dropped 30 pounds and went into the next week class, and then I took the bench world record uh, January 27th. Uh, and not only did it take the world record in the 220 weight class, but it put me at the second biggest bench to have ever been completed by a female in multi-ply. 
Oh, my goodness, Jordan Buchla. Wow. You know, the way you just said that casual, casually and I lost 30 pounds and I went into the next weight class, how could you possibly have lost weight while being so strong and your body requiring calories to keep up the activities that you're doing? How do you lose weight in that circumstance? I know. So it's, it, it definitely is not an easy thing. I did lose a little bit of weight initially because so in, so I, I lost weight in 2023. So basically from January of 2023 through December of 2023, I lost the weight and then I was able to, um, to complete another world record the next following year in January, 2024. So I would say it took me about, a six months to lose the weight and about six months to get my body used to the weight that I was at. Um, I competed actually once in between that and I didn't do as well. Um, and that, and it's probably because I lost weight a little bit too quickly. I, I wasn't exactly as strong as I thought I was going to be going into it. So I had to readjust things and work a little harder. Um, so it's kind of about, I, I, like I said, I, I, I was into bodybuilding before this and I used to weigh like hundred and. 60, 170 pounds, and okay. I've been as small as 130 pounds and as heavy wow. as 250 pounds. Oh. So I, I manipulate my body very often, and I'm really used to it at this point, and I know huh. how fast it responds to things, and I know how fast strength will also respond, and this is just because I've been doing it for 12 years. You have so um, much discipline, Jordan Buchla. You're <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, thank you're, you, so you can manipulate your body like that. I've been trying to lose my menopause 10, 15 pounds now for 10. I can't even talk about it. It's so disgusting. <laughs> and I can't, no matter what I do, and I, I, I've now restricted so many food groups, it's pathetic. I haven't even had chocolate in almost a year. And so, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't want to come off. I, I'm going to have to talk to you about it. That's what it is. So <laughs> I, what I want to know, what I want to know, Jordan, is um, the powerlifting versus the bodybuilding. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about the distinction between the two in terms of its allure for you. Like, why do people want yes. to do each one of those things? Yes, of course, absolutely. So I'm actually very interested in this topic, obviously, um, because a lot of people, when I say powerlifting, they, when they go to tell their friends later on, they'll say bodybuilding because, you know, in, in the normal person's mind, bodybuilding, powerlifting, that all sounds really similar. It's all about it being strong and lifting weights, you know. So to the average person, it gets really confusing to discern between the two. So with bodybuilding, the purpose of bodybuilding is for looks. Now, you're trying to get on stage and you're going to wear those little bikinis or the guys wear the boxer shorts and they go on stage and they flex and they do certain mm. um, positions that they have to hold in front of a panel of judges. And based on how their appearance is, usually they look for symmetry, like does their left shoulder look as round as their right? Do their lats on their back open up as wide as they want them to? Things like that. Is their shape right? But they also look for looks as well. They want to know that you look pretty. They want to see a pretty bathing suit with nice jewelry on. So appearance is everything for bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. You're actually your weakest on stage when you're in bodybuilding. You've dehydrated yourself. You haven't eaten a lot of calories. You're extremely um, start. You're you're basically starving. Your body fat percentage is but, but differs between a male or a female, but could be anywhere from between two percent to eight percent, and that's, that's low. low that's wow, it. very good. Yeah, you'll see a lot of you. You know, you'll put your um, organs into failure for how da like how damaging this could be and taxing on your body it is. But it is addicting for some people because you know it basically just shows it's 
it's almost like you are your own trophy when you get on stage. That's how I felt when I thought of bodybuilding, where you're working so hard in the gym day in, day out. They are so meticulous about their their eating, which I think is probably what got me uh, very intelligent when it comes to losing weight, how much calories I need in versus how much calories I need out. Um, that's how I began to be really keen on manipulating my body just because I had to, I ate the same thing every single day at the same time, every single day. Um, and I'm really not that big of a routine person. If you see me on the outskirts of things, I'm, I'm not exactly the most organized human. So I don't know why it worked for me so well, but it did in the past. Um, you found that eating, you found that eating the same food at the same time every day is how your body lost weight. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. For bodybuilding, when you're looking for something that specific, yes. Because like I said, you have to cut down to a very low body percentage. So you have to really hone in on certain um, calories in your macros, like how much fat are you eating, how much protein and how many carbs you're eating. So it's a lot easier to do that when you eat the same thing every day. Um, Because otherwise, as soon as you venture out, it becomes hard. Like if I go out to eat, when I went out to eat with my friends, I would bring my own meal. Oh, Um, wow. That kind of discipline. Okay. Okay. Oh, it was that definitely, I would have to say that incorporated way more discipline than my powerlifting has. I actually felt like I had to, I let up on my discipline a little bit for powerlifting, which is probably why I liked it so much. Mm. Um, Now with powerlifting, um, similarly to the bodybuilding, you do work on your body and you're you're in the gym um, very, very often, but it's no longer about looks. It's all about performance. When you're on stage for powerlifting, you are the strongest you've ever been. Mm-hmm. When you're on stage for bodybuilding, you're the weakest. So um, but you look good. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, they're, so the pendulum swinging in either direction as an extreme. Exactly. 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 And, you know, for what I liked about powerlifting the most, which is probably what's kept me in so long, is I didn't like that no matter how work hard I worked on bodybuilding and if I stepped on stage and if the judge just didn't like what he saw, or if he thought that the person to the left or to the right of me looked a little better because their shoulders were more round or whatever, it just felt like it discounted all of my work. Wow. Um, as opposed to with, with powerlifting, I feel like if I put in all the work in the gym and I am as strong as I could possibly be, then they're not going to look at me and say that squat wasn't good. Because I know that squat was good. I squatted it, you know. So it's almost it for me. It felt like there was no 
it was less of a chance of failure if I controlled my own actions and I controlled how deep I go for squat. Because for squat, they're looking for depth to make sure that you're breaking parallels for your hip crease to your knees. And they're making sure that there's no up-down motion on the bar and that you're following commands. So as long as I'm, like, you know, checking off all those boxes, I know that when I look up, all the judges are going to say yes. And to me, that gives me a sense of control, and it gives me a sense of accomplishment. That's really interesting. We're chatting with Jordan Buchla. And in the meantime, in your day job, you're a nurse at Griffin Hospital in the emergency room. You're dealing with... Uh, the kind of changing circumstances of every single patient and your brain is flipping through all the possibilities of what it is and what it isn't. You're responding in real time to trauma and drama. Uh, <laughs> and, and a lot of that is, is not right within a, a, your control, so to speak. So it's very, oh, you know, I, I, it's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And, and actually, so I don't work at Griffin Hospital anymore. I work at Bridgeport Hospital in the emergency oh, department. Oh, good. Yeah, you okay. Griffin, so, yeah, so I worked at Bridgeport and Griffin Hospital in the emergency department. Bridgeport is actually, I mean, it's a trauma facility, so it's even a, a little harder, I would have to say, from the skills that required me for, for Griffin. Um, I'm taking care of, you know, IC level, IC, ICU level patients uh, mm-hmm. very often and trauma patients. Um, and like you said, you're right. There is no sense of control in this place, but um, I think I'm a little bit of an adrenaline junkie for for things like this. I, I think when I'm put to the test, I perform my best. So I think that if I have no choice but to be the best I can be at this moment, I will be. Um, so I think that that's something that uh, really, really resonates me with me for the emergency department. It just challenges me constantly. And like you said, I can't go into the job feeling lazy or feeling like I don't really want to work clearly, that hard. Clearly today. you're not. I, yeah. That's not ever going to be you, Jordan Buchlet. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, do you feel like your presence, I haven't met you in person. Do you, do you feel, do people tell you that your presence is intimidating to them? Actually, you know, some people say when they watch my videos, they feel intimidated, but I'm actually pretty friendly and outgoing in person. I have a a pretty large smile. So I actually would have to say almost the opposite. People are always shocked when they hear like, wait, you do that? Mm. Like you're so like nice and you're so outgoing (laughs) and friendly. I can't imagine you squatting 800 pounds. Like 800 pounds. It's unbelievable. So wait, a squat with 800 pounds means what? It's, it's on your like you're holding it? What does that mean? What does that mean? It means it's laying on the back, on my back, like a a barbell is behind (gasps) me on my shoulder that I'm squatting down and I'm coming back up. (laughs) I know. Wow. It's fun. (laughs) Wow. It's fun. And you have, I'm sure, a lot of great friendships. One of the things that's always dogged the world, I know, of bodybuilding, I don't know anything about powerlifting, has been this idea that people maybe to get down to this crazy 2% fat thing, that they take a lot of supplements that may not be healthy for them in the long run. Is that a lot? Did you see that in the subculture of bodybuilding? Honestly, I'll be straight up with you. I see that with powerlifting as well. Both of them, I I see that very, very, very often. Um, And, you know, it's kind of just the name of the game. It's the nature of the beast. And it's if you want to be... Uh, top level. Sometimes it requires it requires that because you're versing people. Sadly, the problem is is there's no bodybuilding. They do have a category called natural, which means that they'll test you to make sure that you're not using any supplements. Um, but with power with powerlifting, they actually don't have that. 
So really, it's it's an uneven playing field if we want to be honest about it. Um, and but with po- bodybuilding, it's a little bit more uh, obvious just because of how they look. You know, like you're just looking at someone and you're like, how did they get that ah, big? Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah. But I but I would say I see it in both. I see it in both. I would actually probably even stretch that to say that I would see that in any top level athlete. Mm, to be yeah, honest. You're probably right. Yeah, of course. You know, but you're a nurse, so you know what the boundaries should be for your own body. You just exactly, have to be careful with exactly. that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then Absolutely. what about your personal life? Do you have time to, to date? I mean, do you, are you married? I mean, like, how do you, you're a busy lady. I am a busy lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not married. I have no kids. And I, I do have a significant other. Mm. Well, I'm happy <laughs> But I have three. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I do have three healthy little babies I take care of at home that are animals. I have two Bengal cats and a basset hound. Oh, that's so nice. A yeah. basset hound. You don't see basset hounds around that much. They really I know he's on my lap right now. Oh, yeah. I know. He's on my lap right now and I'm giving him love. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Well, Jordan Buchla, I'm sorry I didn't meet you in person. I really would love to meet you in person. So I don't know if you're ever having some kind of an event or something, make sure you send me an invitation. If I can swing it, I'd like to go see you. You're very impressive person. You really are. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Really. All this goal setting. What do you think separates you from everybody else in terms of the way you've been able to set these goals and attain them? What, What do you think it is? Honestly, I think it's my mentality. Um, I think when it comes to reaching your goals, if you have any sort of doubt in your brain, uh, you've already you've already lost the battle. Um, I I listen to a lot of motivational podcasts. I listen to a lot of motivational YouTube videos. I have all of my goals written on different um, um, uh, surfaces. I have it actually written on my fridge. I have it written on the back of my phone, and I have it written on the my windshield in my car, actually. So every single day that I look outside of my car, all I have to do is glance up and I could see the world records that I'm looking for. Same thing with my fridge and the back of my phone. And how often do you look at your phone? And the reason I do that is because the more often you see a scary number, the less scary it becomes. This 820 that I have written on my phone for the past three years, you know, for the first time I wrote it, I was like, how am I going to get this? But now I see it every single day. I'm like, yeah, I could squat 820. I could do that. Um, so it's really just playing with my mentality and making sure that it's as bulletproof as I can make it. And do you um, find that and, that's the case with weight loss goals too? Ooh. Um, with weight loss goals, I think it's more so I've never been the type to be like, oh, I just want to look a certain way. I, I truly, I base my body on what it needs to be like in order for me to reach the goal. So I actually... It's for me, it's not really like my body weight that's in my mix. It's more so I have to be 220 to squat 820. Mm. So that means I'm going to weigh 220 or less. Like I actually just weighed myself this morning and it was 202 and it makes me nervous because that's a little too low. So I have to gain about 10 more pounds right now. So I, I do like watch my weight and I make sure that I sit where I, it needs to be in order to perform at its best. You're pretty amazing. Okay. You're, you're, you're like a professional consultant when it comes to the body and understanding the calibration, the really, really micro calibration of everything. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, it's really a pleasure to chat with you. I mean, really, truly. Oh, it's been my pleasure, really. Thank you so much for, for letting me come on here, Lisa. 
Oh, yeah. It's really been fun to get to know you. I knew nothing about this, Jordan Buchla, on a beautiful, beautiful snowy day. We're all going to go back and enjoy the snow. Thank you so much for coming on today, and good luck with all your world records and all your accomplishment. And thank you for helping the people who walk into the emergency room in Bridgeport Hospital. You're amazing. Thank thank you so much. You really have been a, a pleasure, and I really appreciate everything you said. Yeah, thanks. Jordan Buchla on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food. Food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.